Good afternoon, all, and welcome to episode three of the Real Estate Playbook. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're returning, thanks for doing so. We're glad to have you and welcome back. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm your host, Paul Goldman. Today, I'm here with Mr. Mike Peoples. How are you today, Mikey boy? Good, Paul. How you doing, bud? Doing pretty well, my friend. Glad to hear you're doing well also. Um, glad to have you sit down. I know you're super busy. There's our friend Joe as well. Hey, Joe. How's it going? <laughs> Just stepping in. I'm in and out. <laughs> Boss uh, man. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for sitting down with me today, Mike. I know you're you're a pretty busy guy. Um, no so this will be fun. So I got a couple questions for you today. I'm going to start off a little bit with uh, some info about you before we get into the other stuff. So okay. not, not to uh, toot your horn or anything, you know, um, but for people that don't know, Mike is one of the top agents here at our brokerage, 54 Realty. Uh, consistently high production. I see, you know, all the numbers and stuff from creating the graphics and things like that. And you're always up there at the top. Uh, there's never a day where I come in here and I don't see you just busting your butt on the phone, on the computer, uh, training new agents, taking meetings, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and you're also one of the rare few who we get the pleasure of seeing you in the office quite often. So <laughs> I try to come in that way. I make sure I'm working. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Um, so I wanted to say, you know, nobody starts out that way, right? Obviously the workload is, is probably comparable, but nobody is instantly successful or an overnight celebrity, if you will. So if you don't mind, if you could just give us kind of a rundown of your career, your background up until this point, and just a little glimpse into the world of Mike. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, originally I started in 2004. Um, so it's been a long road. I've always been a full-time agent. Uh, coming to this brokerage, though, really showed me everything that I was doing wrong uh, in, the, in the real estate uh, industry. Um, coming here and the opportunities that are available in this company, we've, we've talked about this before. I've been with a couple of different companies over the years, and I feel like this company really um, invests in you as the agent and they give you the tools. Uh, so coming here, really, I was a bottom of barrel agent, came here and I feel like I've kind of clawed my way out of the bottom of the barrel right. and uh, became a... Updates not installed. <laughs> We'll save that one for the blooper reel too. Right? Yeah. So anyways, um, with the opportunities that 54 Realty provides for the everyday agent is, is endless. Um, before, you know, I sat at the house and, oh yeah, I'm a realtor and I was waiting for people to come to me and I was doing, doing nothing to draw their attention to come to me. But through here with the marketing campaigns that the uh, company has it's just you can't help if you dive into it and you're hungry to, but to be successful absolutely so I definitely agree I wanted to ask you something else too um, mm -hmm. if you're comfortable talking about it so I know you're a little bit or kind of a celebrity right right um, uh, I don't know about that yeah well <laughs> for people that don't know uh, you were a professional baseball player back in the day right that was a whole nother lifetime ago yeah yes. probably feels that way was uh, it um, Blue Jays right Blue Jays, Marlins, uh, Cardinals, Rockies, and uh, I believe Detroit for 10 years. Well, that sounds like fun. And uh, my family's baseball fans too. So I have yeah. an extra level of appreciation for that. That's right. Um, Good experience. Made a lot of friends. Yeah, absolutely. And I hear some of your stories from those days every once in a while. But uh, um, I wanted to say making the transition from that to real estate, was there something that made real estate kind of pop to you as a career option or was it just well, kind of something you well, did? Well, for me, um, down here raising three kids and uh, it gave me the opportunity to still 
provide, uh, provide for them and also be available for them. Um, you know, when I first got out of real estate, I got into uh, doing electrical work and it was just, I was working 10 hour days and uh, trying to get the kids to their activities. It was really tough. And I uh, met a friend of mine whose aunt owns, owned a brokerage and um, she talked me into getting into real estate and, you know, and I listened to what she had to say and it sounded good. And, and uh, I dove into it back then. Uh, but again, I didn't have the access and the training that we offer here at 54 Realty. Right. Um, so I, I'm happy that I did it. It's been uh, a great career move for me, um, especially coming out of baseball at an older age and not really having any other background other than uh, catching and hitting the baseball. Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it sounds to me like you're saying the, the freedom of your schedule, the freedom of, uh, like you definitely obviously have the variable incomes, you know, you have the opportunity to make a lot of dough if you so uh, apply yourself. Um, but I'm wondering if there's, and maybe there's not one thing or maybe there's not anything at all, but uh, if there's anything that you really like credit your success to, because obviously, like we said, it's not an overnight thing. So was there maybe one tenant or kind of set of rules or something that you played by that uh, you would credit with your success? Um, I, I would probably relate it to, you know, coming up through the minor leagues in baseball, you had to work hard. And if you were caught up in worrying about everybody else around you, uh, then you were taken away from what you needed to be doing. And I think the work ethic that I learned through professional baseball to survive that long and not be a big name player, but be able to survive that long and to make a living. I think I credit that background and brought it over to real estate, totally different um, uh, industry, but the work ethic uh, for me, I learned at a young age, starting out as a 17 year old kid being drafted by the Blue Jays and having to grind it out for 10 years in translating that over to real estate and I've basically been grinding for 17 years and it took me a little while longer to figure it out here at the real estate level. Um, and I think that's why I like to share with so many new agents, uh, what 54 Realty has done for me. Um, that way they can figure out a lot sooner than I did. Um, right. It has helped having those years of experience to build a platform and, and then bringing that platform of the work ethic and the past clients and then coming here to 54 Realty and, and the, uh, the, the opportunities they provide for us as agents has really helped me. Absolutely. Um, so I want to say it's funny that for you to draw that comparison, and Joe would probably get a kick out of this too, mm -hmm. uh, the, the inception of the, the real estate playbook as a podcast was like, of course, drawing ties to sports, which is mm -hmm. obvious by the logo and the name and everything else, but how that translates to real estate is the tagline of um, provide, uh, agents share their tools to or their place to um, to succeed in any market. So there's obvious references there. So I think it's funny right. that you, you drew a similar comparison because I agree. I think there there's a certain amount of work ethic and commitment that it takes to actually succeed, of course. And I yeah, think you're a good example of that. 100 percent. And, you know, I say it all the time and I used to say it in baseball when talking with scouts and helping young kids get scholarships and um, you have two types of people, uh, those who can and those who can't, okay, is one of them. And then I say those that do and those that don't. Uh, and the ones that don't and the ones that can't seem not to succeed. But the ones that can apply themselves and 
and then do what they need to do, they find success. And that's what I try to do every day is, is be, be a doer and a canner, I guess you oh, could yeah. say, you know. <laughs> a mover and a shaker. And it's like, right. it's like that, uh, I think it's Wayne Gretzky quote that everybody overuses, but it's, you know, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, which is a little cheesy, but it's absolutely true. You know, you know what? Absolutely. Joe gave a great speech last year and it hit home to me. I've learned a lot from Joe and Rose over the past, whatever, I think 18 months I've been here. And it goes back to that. What's your roadblock? What's holding you back? And um, that really hit home. What You, you got to look inside and figure out what's your roadblock from becoming successful. Right. And uh, I did a little soul searching and just decided to go all in. And, and uh, it's worked out pretty good for me. Seems that way, my friend. So to change gears a little bit, um, mm -hmm. I talked a little bit about this uh, with Richard last week. I think this will probably be something that comes up again and again because it's just so topical, so relevant. But um, as you know, and as some people out there, most people I think know, we're still in a competitive, very competitive seller's market in real estate. Yes. Um, and as far as I can tell, and I think Richard kind of hit on this as well, there's no clear indication that it's slowing down or that we're coming back to pre, I guess you could say pandemic levels um, of where the market was at. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering uh, if, at all if these conditions have affected your business personally um and if you could speak on that a little bit well it, it has um the difficulty is is the uh low inventory right. so when two things one working as a buyer's agent instead of being in one neighborhood to find a home you may have to expand out to five ten miles in different neighborhoods to find to find a house. Mm -hmm. um, you've had to adjust with your offers. You have to find ways to make your offer stand out, more appealing uh, to, to compete against all the offers that are coming through on the listings. Um, you're right, it hasn't slowed down. You keep thinking, oh, it's gonna slow down. It's gonna slow down. I mean, I talked to people back in January of this year, I'm gonna wait till it slows down. Well, we're right. in September. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's, that's one thing. And then on the listing side, I've really been aggressive um, trying to win those listings. Uh, you know, you better have your, 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 your act in order when you're going in competing to get those listings, because if you get that listing, that's gold right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, you've had to be aggressive on both ends of it as an agent. And if you're just going status quo, you're going to get beat out. Absolutely. And of course, that benefits you as an agent, obviously, uh, and your, your continuing business. But I think that also benefits uh, both buyers and sellers, because mm -hmm. I think and I might have said this before, but I think it's just you are not in the state where you can go it alone right now. You, you probably or mm -hmm. I should say definitely need an agent to help you out. Well, 100 percent. You know, we meet people. They think that we live behind the bush by the front door just to right. live in the house. <laughs> And, uh, you know, you, then when you meet them, they ask, well, how, ask them how long have you been looking? Oh, we've been looking for three months. Well, are you working with anybody individually, mm. an agent that can really, really get you in that home and write the right contract? If you're just going to try to find a home and then make an offer randomly. Um, yeah, I mean, the agent's going to be excited, but you get an agent that's been spending time and an effort for you. They're, they're going to help you. They're going to help you get that get that offer pushed through. Um, I think that's where a lot of people um, miss out um, because they're trying to do everything on their own and homes are moving so fast. Um, if, you, if you're not checking every day, you may miss out on the house that was meant for you. 
Absolutely. Um, and on the selling side, the listing side as well, I think, at least from what I've heard, um, we did an ABC news segment recently with one of our mm -hmm. other agents, Jordan, and right. he, he was talking about how um, working with an agent when you're looking to sell your home can also help you just kind of get the most for your money. Um, absolutely. Would you say that's true as well? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of people I've heard say, oh, I'm just going to list it for sale by owner because the market's so hot. Well, you may be right, but you may be costing yourself thousands of dollars, but not being with an agent that can market your home nationally. Um, you know, we see it all the time. We're selling homes um, uh, from people out of state that we're doing video tours with and whatnot. And if you're that for sale by owner and you don't have the access to do that for everybody or the time, you're costing yourself thousands of dollars. And the more, the more people you can get to, to view your home, the, the more the competition is to purchase at home. So um, that would be something people really need to think about. Are you just for sale by owner, putting a sign in the front yard, hoping somebody drives by in today's world with, with technology, um, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's definitely good advice, I think, or advice rather for people who are looking to sell their homes. Um, to talk a second to like the agents out there who may be listening, mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned being aggressive uh, in trying to get listings, um, you know, listing agreements signed, that sort of thing. Is there any maybe one piece of advice you'd offer to an agent who's wanting to do that? Or would you say it's um, kind of like what you're saying, where you have uh, significant value props for these uh, sellers, you know, obviously the marketing, uh, the team that supports you, et cetera. Right. Well, Paul, I'm not going to tell you all my secrets because yeah. out there looking, <laughs> I, uh, you were this, say I don't want to compete against them and, and use my same <laughs> tricks, but uh, uh, you better have a plan. Um, I share a lot with the guys on my team, the approach that I take to win those offers. Um, there are ways, um, you know, the, the most common way you, you, you need to have a, a marketing campaign. And if you're with a, a small brokerage and they don't have the technology set up to do that, then um, you're not going to win those listings. And I know without a doubt, um, our company has all that in place already. Um, and a lot more uh, than most companies have been with other companies. And, and what we have here uh, to win those offers is, is provided for all the agents. Now, as far as my approach, when I go in there, that's between me and you, we'll talk off camera. Right, right. Uh, or people on my team. But uh, there's, there's definitely ways that you can go in and you can, can connect better to the client than uh, other agents. And, and, you know, the only way to do that, you better come be on my team. There you go. Yeah, so I'm sure there's a baseline level of uh, things you would need as an agent to succeed mm -hmm. there. But if you want the secret ingredient, call yeah. Mr. Mike Peoples, that's right? right? That's right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so in a similar vein, um, if I could talk a little bit about a personal experience I'm having right now. Um, mm -hmm. This is on the topic of the market, but a little bit different. Um, my girlfriend and I are currently looking for our first place. Um, we're not sure if we're wanting to rent or buy yet. Um, it's it's going to depend on how it shakes out. But um, I wanted to have the opportunity to talk to you about maybe the pros and cons of renting versus buying. If you could shed a little bit of light on that. Um, yeah. If there's any benefits, you know, on either side and if it makes sense for people to rent uh, with things how they currently are in the market. Well, everybody's scenario is different. I think part of the problem in our culture, we're not educating our young adults on how to purchase. 
um, and that's where a lot of them fall into the rent, rent cycle. Um, the benefits of owning your own home is money is going towards an investment that you own, uh, tax write-offs. Um, the money's just not going in somebody else's pocket to make them rich. If you make a little bit extra money, you pay the principal down. Now you own and you have an investment and you have equity in a home. Maybe you can use that equity to purchase another home. It can change everything in your life. Um, but you, you need to have a plan. And I think the, the young adults in today's world, they're not aware of that everybody wants to get out on their own and do their own thing. And they're not thinking ahead. And, you know, a lot of us have been guilty of that throughout our life. And, um, but to own a home, your money's going to something that when you're making those payments that you, you can be rewarded for. And uh, if you're stuck in that rental grind, um, you're not going to get rewarded. And we've seen what's happened here in the Tampa Bay area. Those, uh, some of the tenants that were renting before um, the so-called pandemic area, era, uh, era here in Tampa Bay, I mean, they've seen the rent get jacked way up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you're renting an apartment for more than what you could buy a $300,000 house for right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the biggest thing is, I, I think that as young adults and, and everybody, we need to plan better and save to get yourself in that home. So your, your money is being spent on something that you can see in return versus rental. It's just, you're not going to see anything in return. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're paying someone else's mortgage, as they say, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, I know, and I kind of knew this before I asked you, but, um, obviously there's probably more benefits to, to buying versus renting. Mm -hmm. Um, but it can be intimidating, I think, to a lot of people, especially, uh, first time home buyers. So like I would be the perfect yeah. example, right. Um, where you have to factor in things like, I don't know, insurance, uh, down payment, et cetera, et cetera, getting pre-approved, mm -hmm. what have you. Um, do you know anything at all about, uh, first-time homebuyer programs and sort of how how well they work, I suppose? Absolutely. Um, there's different programs out there that can help um, anybody, but the key is going to be your credit, obviously, right. and have an income. Um, there's all kinds of different scenarios we could sit here for an hour and talk about. Yeah, it. yeah. But I think that's the beauty of us as agents. We're real people. Um, you know, we, we're, we're here to help you. I think the people that are on the fence versus uh, with the renting to buying that are scared, just ask, just ask and say, what do I need to do? Help me plan. I love doing that. I, I closed one. It took me seven months for a guy the other day. We worked on it for seven months. I'm working with a guy now. We're on month number eight and, um, you know, I've stayed in touch with him and helped him along. You, you put him in, the, in contact with the right people to get them set up. And uh, it's not as hard as you think. You just have to, you have to plan for it. And I think the, the first process to the plan is, is to reach out to an agent that can guide you to get to there. If you're just trying to figure out on your own, then you may not be making the right decisions. You may not be doing the little things that make it easier for you to get to that point. Um, my biggest advice to, some, to somebody is reach out to an agent, do your, do your research and, and be upfront and be honest with them and tell them where you're at and, and what your needs are. And then let's get a plan and figure out how to get you out of that rental and into a home you own. Absolutely. Well, that's good to hear. It's, a, it's kind of refreshing as well, because uh, specifically what you said about the transaction that took seven months, which mm -hmm. um, some of, perhaps newer agents or 
some struggling agents might hear that and go, oh my God, you work seven months for one deal, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And, well, and it's not hard. You just set them up with the right people. Yeah. And you as the agent need to have a plan for those people. So Absolutely. Um, so that's what I was going to say. Uh, you know, that that would be harder to do for, for um, people who don't have as much business going, I think. But do you think to kind of, uh, from the agent's perspective, to stay mm-hmm. committed for such a, a long-term transaction that it's important to kind of get invested in the clients search for their home, like you have to actually, I guess, for lack of a better term, care about getting them into the right home to, to kind of work that for so long? Absolutely. You can't be caught up in turning and burning. Um, right. as, as an agent, you have to create a path to success for yourself. And um, if you know that everybody that we meet eventually is going to buy or sell a home. So you need to have a plan on how you're going to help them. Um, a lot of it is, is notes. You better have a lot of notes and remember who you talk to. Yeah. And, uh, the good thing about being here is, is with our follow-up system, it's awesome. And you can remind yourself and, hey, once a month, reach out and contact and, and take care of that. And that's one thing with, I know in years past, I struggled with because I did not have a system. Um, I didn't have a follow-up system. I didn't have anything. And I think that was kind of the big, been the biggest game changer for me over the past 18 months is having that system to be able to stay in contact and remember who I need to take care of. Absolutely. I think that's, that's good advice for, for agents, but also I think that's refreshing for uh, potential home buyers and sellers to hear too, because yeah. like you said, agents, they're real people. If you get with the right one, you have the opportunity to, to get matched with somebody who actually is invested in your, your goals. 100%. Uh, and I think that's important. Um, and I just wanted to say, because you said something earlier that made me think of this uh, in the in the same breath as we were just speaking about going above and beyond. I recall a situation recently where you you were uh, helping somebody. Maybe it was selling their home. I can't quite remember, but you ended up doing some some manual labor type stuff for them. Is that right? Oh, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, if you don't I like want to, build, I like I like to build stuff. I, I like. Uh, you know, I grew up in a family, you kind of did things for yourself. And um, the story behind that was, um, I had an an older lady who had older kids, her husband passed away, that was a veteran. And uh, we had a VA buyer as well. And there was some repairs that need to be made. And unfortunately, in the um, this craziness we have in the real estate market is also crazy with subcontractors and, and licensed people and, and getting somebody just to do the work. So I took a weekend to help her and um, I took care of all the repairs. It was hot. Um, we lost 10 pounds over the weekend from being out of shape. But <laughs> we got about, it done. Right? Yeah, but we got it done and she was happy and, and she was able to move on. It was just something that I felt like I needed to do um, and uh, just to help her out. I think that is, uh, that's awesome, man. I wasn't trying to make fun of you or anything like that. No, no, <laughs> I, think I just don't want everybody to think I'm going to come fix all their stuff. Oh yeah. That's, a, that's a good point. This is uh this is yeah. not an everyday thing, right? No. Um, but that's awesome, Mike. And I'm glad to hear you helped her out. Um, I got a couple more kind of rapid okay. fire type questions for you and then we can sort okay. of wrap up here. Um, this one's kind of fun. If you were not in real estate, um, you know, rewind a couple of years, what would you see yourself doing as a career if you could choose something different? Well, I think now that my kids are older and uh, now if something was to happen um, with my background, I'd probably get into coaching. Um, you know, I've, I've used to teach lessons and uh, help coach at the high school and helped out at the local college as a hitting coach. Um, but, you know, just for me financially, it wasn't able to do that full time. Right. But um, I think now that 
I probably probably would get into that and try to get into the professional level and maybe coach and whatnot. Again, that's what I've done most of my life. Yeah, I could definitely see you doing that. I mean, um, again, to bring it back to real estate, you are one of our team leaders here at the brokerage and constantly bringing on new agents and helping them succeed. And you said something recently about you've helped pretty much everyone that's new on your team pens stuff recently. And I think that's pretty incredible for people who are just starting out and whether they're green or not, you know, I think that's, that's pretty awesome. So I can definitely see you doing something like yeah. that. My, I tell my new people that, that I, that I get that uh, my goal is in the first two weeks to pin the deal. There you go. And so far I've been able to do that. Sweet. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, in the same vein as that question, if you could go back in time and talk to younger Mike uh, when you were first starting out in real estate, so you're sticking with the real estate path, mm -hmm. what would you say to yourself starting out? Oh, man. I mean, you know, knowing what I know now, what this company has to offer is get with a company that is helping you find leads versus yeah. you helping them close deals. Yeah. Okay. Um, I said it earlier, I feel like the good thing about 54 Realty, I've always said it, is they're investing in you as an agent to help you succeed with all the tools that they have. And I, you know, maybe I didn't do enough research at a younger age, but now that I know what's going on here um, as, a, as a new agent, actually make it easy. If you're a new agent and you're starting out and you want to do a lot of business, you need to come 54 Realty. How there you go. <laughs> Just that easy. Boom. <laughs> no, I think that's great advice. Uh... Cause like you were saying, I think you were kind of going in alone a little bit and you were, mm -hmm. you're with teams that weren't really working out for you. So I think, you know, honestly, I've heard the same thing from, from other folks. I think Rich said something similar and in um, some of the testimonials I've had agents say the same thing. It's just like, mm -hmm. you don't know everything. You know, if you could talk to yourself, you don't know everything, try and find a group of people, or even if it's just one person, a mentor who can, who can help you out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and that, again, um, other companies want you to come there and succeed because that means they succeed. Right. Here, we're going to help you succeed. There you go. We're going to give you the opportunity to, to succeed with mm -hmm. all the avenues and approaches that they have. Absolutely. So the last question I had for you, which I think you also might have simultaneously answered there, but um, perhaps you have like a one-liner or something for me. Uh, if you could give any words of advice to brand new agents, so you're not talking to yourself, but somebody else, mm -hmm. right, uh, who are new or they're maybe just struggling right now, mm -hmm. if you had one thing to say to them, what would it be? Come to 54 Realty. It's real estate for dummies. I'm the biggest one here. There you go. Beautiful. Mike, that was awesome, man. Thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Okay, no problem. Thanks, Paul.